0: To be joined today by Pravaka Reddy from Falcon X. Pravaka, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Good to be here. Thank you for having me, Tina.
0: And congratulations on your recent seventeen million pound funding round. Um, Falcon X has been flying somewhat under the radar uh, before the announcement of the raise. So, congratulations. Um, for those of us who um, might not be aware of who you are and what you do, um, tell us the Falconex story and um, what stage are you at in the company now?
1: Sure thing. So Falconex is a digital asset trading platform built ground up for institutional investors. We service some of the largest digital asset hedge funds, prop trading firms, OTC desks, payment gateways and miners around the world. We exist primarily to deliver Best-in-class pricing, which is very tight spreads, with zero slippage, no hidden fees, primarily to institutional investors, right? Uh, we launched, I would say, about over a year ago, mm-hmm. primarily to scratch our own itch, and we are today one of the largest digital asset trading platforms in the world. Yeah, uh, We're also very fortunate to be backed by some of the world's notable investors, such as Axel, Accomplice, Lightspeed, uh, Coinbase, and Fidelity.
0: Great. Well, I think uh, most great entrepreneurs end up trying to solve a problem that they experience themselves, right? Um, So interesting that that's how your story started. Um, So prime brokerage seems to be a really hot topic right now. Everybody wants to get into the prime brokerage space. Um, Can you briefly explain to our viewers that might not be familiar with what exactly prime brokerage is? So, you know, the finance community may understand, but the crypto community, this may be new. Um, And what problem it solves for crypto?
1: Absolutely. So prime brokerage, in a very simple nutshell, is nothing but a few core product lines bundled together to offer a one-stop shop uh, primarily to its institutional investors, right? Mm-hmm. In crypto, uh, it consists of three primary pillars. One is trading, custody, and lending or margin, mm-hmm. right? So various companies are approaching this from different starting points to build towards the same goal. We started this from a trading, uh, trading point of view.
0: Okay, but you'll still offer that same type of bundle to so, help the institutional because I think Institutional audiences have slightly different needs in that they're used to going to market Mm -hmm. um, in a different way than maybe retail investors are. So retail investors may be used to going to different people to get different things, but Mm -hmm. institutions are used to kind of a one-stop shop approach.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. So they would like to basically consolidate their efforts because institutions mm-hmm. trade you know, 100x more than what retail investors do almost on a daily basis. Yeah. So their needs are a lot more bespoke. And so just making sure that the latency needs are met, the, pri- the slippage needs are met, and no hidden fees are charged to them is very important compared to what retail users have.
0: Indeed, yeah. yeah. Um, so in recent news, um, we've seen Coinbase acquire Togomi. Uh, Genesis has acquired the custodian Bolt, um, and have announced their move into prime ser- prime brokerage services, um, and BitGo as well into a, at a vertical. So, what's the specific USP or your edge that FalconX um, brings to to the market yeah. against your
1: competitors? It's a very good question, Tina. So, to understand our edge, you need to understand the difference between, say, an agency broker versus a principal desk, right? Okay, So. I'll I'll explain perhaps with an example, right? So if Tina is looking to buy 10 BTC from an agency leader, you get the price of, say, right now it's $9,745, right? And at the time, uh, by the time you go to execute at that price, say the price in Gemini or Coinbase moves to $9,750. You actually end up paying that price. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, you are sometimes, you know, charged the fees of Coinbase, Gemini, and other execution venues, as well as your own Tagomi or, you know, S-Boxes fees, Mm -hmm. right? So that creates a lot of, complexity for institutional investors who actually want just one price at the time they're looking to execute so if you come to a principal desk right and Tina comes to Falcon X to buy 10 BTC we give you a code of $9,741 we guarantee that price for you for a defined period of time right so you only have to deal with Falcon X you don't have to worry about Coinbase's fees or price on Gemini I'm going somewhere else no slippage no hidden fees one guarantee price so it's okay. two different approaches okay and ours clicked well with institutional investors, I'd say.
0: And I, I think that there's something about, um, you know, unique around how you utilize AI on your platform. Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so, so it's less AI and more machine learning and data science. Okay. Right, We are not yet at the AI level, but what we do to effectively give you that, you know, guaranteed price for a defined period of time is synthesize large sets of data, right? where in a market that's extremely volatile like crypto, you know, while pulling liquidity from structured liquidity sources as well as unstructured liquidity pools, we actually need to give you that defined uh, time guarantee. So that is how we use machine learning.
0: Excellent. Okay. So um, prime brokerage can be quite balance sheet intensive. Um, So how does a new-to-the-market player like X compete with the likes of a Coinbase, for example,
1: that might have a deeper balance sheet? Yeah, that's a very good question, and that uh, that keeps us up, you know, almost every day in terms of how, how to build a large balance sheet. But you know, if you look at it, you know, Fidelity was not built in a day, and neither was Coinbase, right? Indeed. So we have a methodical plan of action to build towards our goals. And I'd like to point out two things, right? One, um, they're very fortunate to have the backing of some of the largest funds in fintech, right? And two, you combine that with our ability to monetize very early, actually, it has allowed us to scale very rapidly. I think we are on a very good track or trajectory to get there actually.
0: Great. Okay. Um so We've been hearing in the industry and we've been saying in the industry for, gosh, probably 24 months, a couple of years now, yeah. that the institutions are coming. The institutions are coming, right? And, and, and who, who are these institutions? Are the banks? Are they asset managers? You know, who are the institutions? Um, but that story has been kind of playing in the background for some time in crypto. Um, do you sense that services like yours um, and I think specifically things like prime brokerage that are really kind of tailored around that same institutional experience will help those institutions come. Are we are we starting to now tick those boxes for those types of investors and and entities to get into the space?
1: Yeah, I mean, we've all heard that narrative since perhaps late 2017, you know, yeah. 2018, right? So, when we entered the market, there were lots of inefficiencies and they were quite glaringly visible. But I think, you know, ever since FalconX has entered the space, we've actually seen quite a difference than we ourselves have made in the space. Okay. For example, right, like if you look at spreads on OTC for institutional investors, about a year ago, they were 10x of what they are today, mm-hmm. right? That made it very difficult for a sophisticated institutional trader to see the industry as a mature market. Right? We still have a long way to go, but I think our ability to provide a guaranteed price, in addition to filtering out all this bad market data that exists in this uh, space, provides, I think, a level of trust and transparency that these experienced institutions uh, that are looking to come into the space need.
0: So how, how do you identify what assets um, are going to be the most important to your to your clients. How do you you know focus in on what that product proposition is? What are the institutions yeah. interested in?
1: So if you look at what majority of our institutional clientele have been trading is primarily BTC, ETH and mostly stable coins. Okay, right? so top top of the of, table. Yeah. So yeah. we offer primarily the top five in stable coins. But as market expands, uh, we'll have to see, you know, because mm. the market needs liquidity and depth in order to be able to cater to institutions. A lot of the other coins don't. So it's primarily concentrated, you know, head heavy around BTC needs right now.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna put you in the hot seat a little bit. Um, sure. You are coming to market in a really, Chaotic and interesting time from an economic perspective and monetary policy and COVID-19 has really caused havoc on global economies Um, So what what do you see the next 12 months looking like for for Falcon X for the market overall? um, And and how do you guys fit into that? Where's where's the opportunity? Where's the challenge?
1: That's a very good question. So our core business is spot, you know, crypto trading. And uh, from our own product uh, point of view, we're actually rolling out several new product enhancements that we'll be announcing soon. So keep an eye out for that. Okay. Uh, but we, you know, we plan to primarily enable new use cases, right? That build on FalconX's deep liquidity as well as trading infrastructure, like uh, cross border B two B payments. That's something that we're excited to venture into. Mm-hmm. But from an overall industry perspective. You're right. We are, you know, in a very interesting economic environment. Uh, investors, I know, around the world are starting to look for protection against what I would say inevitably, you know, monetary inflation. Right. So, big players like Paul Tito Jones, Rentec are starting to, you know, dip their toes into the space as a hedge against, you know, the macro conditions. So you combine that with significantly better infrastructure, smarter people in the ecosystem, a lot more use cases that are being worked on. Mm-hmm. Now it's been quite bullish about the space that, you know, what's to come in next year.
0: Well, you've just raised 17 million pounds. So uh, somebody feels pretty confident that you're onto the right track anyway. Uh, Prabha, it's been wonderful to have you with us. Thank you so much for your time. And I wish you loads of luck with the, the launch.
1: Thank you so much. Really appreciate right. it, Dina.
0: Take care.